Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. The people, the will of the people has been heard and the will of the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. This moment. This moment. What's up, Jason? How are you, man? I am so good, Marcus. I, uh, I couldn't be better, man. 21, we're turning a page, right? That's what I, you know, the main cloud that has been lifted from my, uh, from my horizon is the fact that we have a new president, we have a new vice president, and with that, we have a new, the beginning of a new era, you know, the beginning of true rebuilding of the United States and in some sense, maybe also the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he, Mr. Biden, uh, definitely Mr. 46, definitely used his executive order right away. You know, rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, rescinding the Muslim ban, fortify and preserve DACA. Uh, of course, you know, initiate proper measures to combat COVID uh, and stop, stop the wall, stop the wall back in the WHO, um, you know. No, it was it was uh, shots fired. It was so he started boom, boom, boom. And it's also a new way, right, of you think about because obviously when 45 came in, he wanted to take away everything that Obama did, right? So he mm-hmm. used a lot of executive orders. I mean, Obama used a lot of executive orders too, but um, the other guy really used that. So, you know, it's a new way for America right now to govern, right? It, it was supposed yeah. to go through these two, you know, in Congress and so on, but the executive order is probably something that's going to be used a lot now, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it's going to be a little uh, like a tennis match back and forth, but I'm happy about that. The other thing that I, my other takeaways from this mm-hmm. inauguration that was obviously so different, not just because mm-hmm. the sore loser didn't show up. No, that, that was better for everybody. Like I, but it was interesting though. I think this was the first inauguration that was completely, you know, because of COVID digital in a sense, right? It was very different than normally when you have hundreds of thousands of people on the lawn and all of that stuff. So I, I do feel like we went into the future and this is what it's probably going to look like for a very, very, you know, for, for future ones, maybe because of security reasons. And mm-hmm. we got a poet, a 22-year-old, yeah. incredible Amanda Gore. I just saw that her, her po- I'd like just to have it, you know, to be 22 and stand up and the world is watching. Striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gazes not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences. No, she was amazing. Brave enough to see it and be it, for example. There was just Mm. so many lines that I just felt like she truly delivered and became like mm. a star like a rock star she i'm sure she was very highly rated in her community but like now the world knows. I mean, and i think that those end 
those end lines in her poem, for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. I think those are those are going to be, uh, those are undying words. They're straight into the pantheon of American culture, you know. This moment. This moment. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're seeing the inauguration from the United States. I'm seeing it from Europe. And I've felt like this before, of course, uh, even though my parents are American, I'm also American. But when you're in Europe, the, the, the blatant kind of the patriotism is very different than, you know, there's no such thing as patriotism in Sweden, for example. Uh, there's nationalism and then there's kind of globalism in a sense, right? And if you're a nationalist, that means a, a certain, that you adhere to a certain set of ideas about people and the nation and the world and so forth. Uh, so it's always, I, I, it's, it's always a little cringy for me to see these kind of uh, pomp and circumstantial ceremonies from the United States, a lot of flag waving, a lot of America, a lot of uh, pledging allegiance, a lot of things where America celebrates itself in a sense that, especially 2021 coming out of four years of the 45th president's administration when the United States really took a step back from, from taking its global responsibilities, but also taking a step back from, from you know, the being the American empire in a sense. And this whole like America and uh, America being uh, better and this shining example, to me, a lot of times rings hollow. And it's a little, you know, I cringe a little bit when I see it, Marcus. I got to be honest. No, but uh, that, that's, first of all, I think it's amazing that we, we do this, right? We put this mm. on, this show on. Right. Mm. I think it's the difference also between a monarchy and um, when you have a president. Right. Like you just have a very different structure on how um, you pass um, not just power, but. Yeah. But Marcus, you know, but, but in Europe, where most places are uh, constitutional democracies, uh, even Sweden, that's a monarchy. Uh, but has a prime minister, it's done without a, a, a lot of this kind of patriotic, you know, it's done without the svulstighet. I don't know how you say that in English, but without the, without the pompousness. You no, know? But, but my point was that yeah. what I 
constantly come back to as someone that's an immigrant to America is oh. I'm floored by the back and forth, right? And mm. sometimes it's actually, it's just not named. We went from George Bush to Barack Obama, from Barack mm. Hussein Obama, right? Mm. And then we go from Barack Hussein Obama to 45. And then we go from 45 to the first African-American mm. and uh, Asian-American Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, mm. right? And what's powerful about putting it on TV and digital and, and spreading it is that reading that, you just reach one type of audience, right? Mm. Once you put it out there in, in, a, in a multi-medium like this, it reaches and it gets documented in a completely different way. And I think that also shows that for somebody to just glance at it and maybe get it on their feed for 10 seconds, I can go all the way, right? Mm. It is possible when, you know, when you think about, when you see her story, it is possible. And sometimes that's the power in America, as imperfect and how outdated America is in terms of trying to be everywhere in the world. I completely agree with you with all of those things. But when I Mm. see that, when you say for the first time, you know, Madam Vice President, way overdue, right? But it's happening and it sets that example. So I, I, if that would have just been a New York Times headline, it would have only reached one audience. But because of Gaga is there and because of all of that <laughs> stuff, right? Garth Brooks and J-Lo. So, yes. Yeah. So you yeah, really yeah, think yeah. about yeah. them. Now you're leading a Latin audience. Now you're leading a Midwest audience. And now you also, you know, in, uh, with Gaga, it becomes global, right? You now really put an entertainment twist to it. And I think... It sends a message. And, uh, you know, the imperfection in America, it's also their lies, it's beauty. You know, mm. I think that that is uh, out of the imperfection constantly comes in a desire to improve it as ugly as we just watched in front of us for the last four years, right? No, just like Amanda Gorman said, we the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. That's, that's America in a nutshell. And that, to me, can't happen in too many other countries than the United States. No, so that's what I, I that's my takeaway why the documentation mm. of this is so important. I mm. completely, I cringe at a lot of those things. And it was very strange for me as a Swede. Like, I don't know if I've ever gone around, you know, waving the Swedish flag. Maybe at a world cup or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like in America, the flag is everywhere and it's, it's for non-American. That is like, it's different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, In Ethiopia, you wear the flag a lot, for example. And that's very Mm -hmm. often. And in Jamaica, you see the Ethiopian flag, the flag can wave different things. You know what I mean? I think, I think it's actually Sweden that has a rare uh, relationship to its own national identity because Waving a Swedish flag or sw- singing the Swedish national anthem here has these connotations of you're a nationalist and it, uh, that you adhere to a certain ideology. Not just that you're, you know, you love, just lo- saying that you love your country is not uncomplicated in Sweden in a way that I think that in most other countries it is, you know, saying vive la France or, you know, I love Ethiopia or God bless America is more uncomplicated in those cultures than it is in Swedish culture. I love Sweden. I love America. 
But that all Swedes love Sweden. There's no doubt about it. But it's just not something that you're allowed to say. Right? No, but it, I think you should be able to say it. But you also should be able to question it at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. you you adore Sweden, but also know you have a lot of uh, things that you want to uh, you know you want Sweden to see and do better in. That's why we Absolutely. are constantly pushing. So I think. Be able to love something means that you care and means that you also, mm. it can be highly problematic at the same time. And, you know, as people that work with, with uh, authorship and content, it's our job to like highlight that so we can improve, you know? Highlight, question, explore, investigate, examine. Absolutely. It's just interesting the, diff- the, the blatant differences between national identity between the United States, for example, and Sweden. But Marcus, hearing Biden's speech, so hearing your new president, the 46th president, speak, how did you feel in that moment? You know, I've, I've been privileged enough to meet uh, President Biden a couple of times, both in D.C. and in, in Harlem at the restaurant. And so it wasn't, you know, his voice to me and how he sets his speeches up. I heard it many, many times. What I love about this moment is exactly, I think, what the country needs right now. It needs to, you know, Biden's story is not perfect one. He's been wrong in many, many, many issues. He's been humbled in front of Congress many, many times. He's been on the wrong side of history many times. But he's also had a personal, we talked about before, um, personal tragedies, losing family members very, very early. You know, losing children, yeah. losing children, losing you know, all of these things. And I do think that it's with that humility he stands there, right? And I do think that that gives him another buy-in. I think people want Joe Biden to do well. Mm. Joe Biden is just like his name. It's it's a more average. And I do I don't think it's anything wrong with that at this moment. I actually think we need a compassionate person that can speak to many people. It has been wrong many, many times and mm. would be the first to admit it, but it also shows humility. Mm. And then having Kamala Harris that, that comes from a completely different story and journey and then setting up a team, uh, a really diverse team. I think this is a good start, you know? No, I just, I just felt when I heard him speak that, you know, just the dignity, the calm, the the uh, uh, retracing back to some kind of normalcy and humanism, just in the way he was speaking, was really, it was soothing, you know, rather than, rather than chafing painful, uh, you know, reactions that I've had emotionally to hearing the previous president speak. And he was really, the previous president was really, his name and his voice was so well circulated around the globe. He was in the news every day and he was on people's lips every day. And we were all talking about him because of it was so stupefying and amazing and spectacular and scandalous and, and tragic and, and, and just terrible. Um, and it was something really soothing. And I was listening to the BBC and they said, ah, it's like, uh, no, I was listening to Al Jazeera and they were saying, that he that Joe Biden was very grandfatherly and I thought but that's not a bad thing maybe that's what the United States needs right now and the world in form of the leader of the United States a 
a grandparent, somebody with five decades of experience in politics who's going to speak more calmly, more balanced, and see more, see more sides of the coin. Um, yeah, and he did, pull really, out, he did pull out in this speech, for example, some, you know, the fact that he, he is, for me, much more, you know, if you think about Bruce Springsteen, so after he did Born in the, Born in the USA, he dropped Nebraska, right? Which is a very mm-hmm. calm, quiet album. You know what I mean? He is more mm-hmm. Nebraska than he's born in the USA, where he's like the biggest rock star in the world. And, you know, but my point is, policies doesn't always have to be, it shouldn't be a nine o'clock news super scream. It should just happen and improve your country for the people, right? And exactly mm. that's what we need. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know what? We have, taking over America now, it's not an easy time. We, we are, mm. we need to, the vaccine out we need to deal with covid we need to come together heal as a nation and that's what he talks about when he talks about um you know a lot of these issues so i just think healing if we heal and uh navigate out of uh, covid jason what i thought about that day was that that was also the week when we reached over four hundred thousand people died mm-hmm. as he said in his inaugural address you know more people have died from COVID than in the Second World War. More Americans have died. It's really a very unique time. I just think like, um, I'm glad if we don't hear from the president on every day when it's not like mm-hmm. a Twitter war and all that. I just- No, where he's working, right? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah. know, put it in, you know, put the hours in, work with the new team and he doesn't have to be this uh, high profile battle. Just improve- policies and make us come together as as a country that if you do that you did your part you know what i mean don't go Mm. to war with anyone like like please stay out of war you know what i mean no and get it off of uh you know the just the headlines you know just your tweets but to actual policy what are you actually doing where's the the meat on the bones so to speak and I think that what's going to be interesting is how do you criticize someone now? Like, how did that happen? You know, I think, I think so. I think mm. like press, it's kind of like in a media, especially, uh, will be interesting. So, how do you keep your checks and balances in place, right? Because a lot mm. of people are going to be rooting for him, but also at the same time, we, we do have these massive challenges. And, and there's probably um, economic um, uh, downturn as well, right behind COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, so this is we are really in a tough stage. So I just feel like there's a lot of humility, but I thought the tone he sent out. Absolutely. The tonality is that's what I mean. It's it's comforting and it's just a change of pace from what we've had the past four years. And uh when he says things like we will lead not merely by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. I'm like, yes, this is something I can get behind. I'm sure I'm not going to agree with every single uh, decision and uh, piece of legislation that comes out of this administration, but this is more the dignified type of leadership that I can understand and get behind, you know, no matter if I agree with everything that they do. Uh, And it's such a stark contrast to what what has been. And I'm interested to watch how Sweden's going to follow this too, because, I mean, Sweden was really, in many media terms, was all in on Trump in many ways because I knew there was clickbait there, right? Oh man, Sweden! Let's not don't even get me started on Sweden. There was in 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 Sweden's in Sweden's biggest newspaper, they were nitpicking Amanda Gorman's poem 
saying it was no good. Expressen was saying, you know, uh, it's it was no good. It it didn't it didn't mean anything. It wasn't uh, it was intetzag and the it was uh, which means uh, you know saying nothing basically. Um, so a lot of you know comments from the peanut gallery, but but I don't care. Nobody cares, man. Nobody cares what you know uh, Swedish journalists are saying at this point about you know something going on in the United States. But I don't know. I worry. You know, Sweden is a we have an election, a uh, national election 2022. So that's going to, you know, the, the, the election season is going to start picking up and intensifying over the year. And of course, really getting into it in the beginning of next year this time. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I'm just, you know, my bags are packed, Marcus, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm uh, one foot is out the door. One foot is out the door, you know, uh, yeah, you, once you, once you know who is in a government position, I'm like, Okay, that's it. All right, see you guys later, you know. Also, a yeah. big shout out to Ella Emhoff, you know, the daughter of Doug mm. Emhoff, right? Bringing in, you know, the little fashion, little sneaker game. I'm, I'm, I got it. It was really cool to see youth and, and, and mm. there was mm. a sense of vibe, you know what I mean? Celebration, which, mm-hmm. you know, that Kamala Harris' husband and um, their kids and, and, and so on brought that make you smile and it's just not this harsh hard stuff you can relate to it that's it's relatable in a way right and it was wink wink it's fun you know and and one thing that made me one thing that made me you know uh feel good too is the fact that you could tell like so biden and biden and obama they're they're all flatmates you know they they've lived in the white house together they they you know they're like they're like a friends episode him and him and jill and uh, michelle and barack they've all lived together you know uh, and now Joe and Jill are back in the White House. It to, I, to me, it just felt like Obama's going to be dropping by more often. Give Joe a fist bump, but like, what's up? What you working on, man? Have you heard this new track or something? I don't know what their conversations are like, but... You're saying the, that <laughs> Rock will be the DJ for Joe? I, I'm not setting any demands. You know, just like you said, just do your job. Just rule the country. Uh, be an inspirational leader. That's all we need. We don't need, you know... Uh, it's it's been entertaining enough these past four years, entertaining and terrifying. Uh, so we don't need that. I think we need some stability. This this moment. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissue. Shoes 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I remember hearing a rumor when Obama got uh, elected that you had been offered the position of White House chef but turned it down. It wasn't an official ask. No, it wasn't an official ask. An official ask would be completely different. I think they tested the water with a lot of people, just like, hey, would you be interested? Obviously, there's 15 more interviews behind before that. But, you know, what's great about that position, it's completely non-political. So Christine, that has been there, she's been there for, I want to say, 20 years now, 18 years now. That's kind of bipartisan, though. So she cooks bipartisan food. But what they did, what the Obamas did, they brought in a special consultant that Sam Cass, which was amazing, right? Mm -hmm. So he and Michelle Obama worked on the garden together. So they mm -hmm. brought him in a very, not just as a chef position, but really thinking about food as a policy. And all mm -hmm. the things they got, you know, with better school lunches and so on. That was something that Michelle Obama and, and Sam Cass worked on. And that position is actually super important because that yeah. policy. So, yeah, and those flowers and those plants probably need some help now after these past four years. <laughs> you know, you know, they might not have been tended to so well. I'm I, not that I know anything, but I could just imagine. You know, you might be right yeah. on that one. I'm happy we straightened that out, Marcus, because I always thought that was such a like when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's my boy, man. Get a job offer from the White House, be like, peace, no thank you. Moving ahead, and even in your restaurant, and when you're traveling around the country, you're going to be sharing the stage with, uh, cooking for, uh, meeting people on that, the opposite side of, you know, the political spectrum that you, that you believe in. How do you... Do you feel that that is at all challenging for you, or... How do you feel about that? No, not at all. It's a great question. I, I That's a decision that I took by moving to America, right? I knew that just being Black, moving to America, being an immigrant, you know, a lot of people would not share my view. Uh, in, and, mm. uh, but it was my choice. And if I wouldn't have liked that, then I shouldn't have moved to America. So I think one of the beautiful things is that 
you can be in a room where, where a majority of people have different opinions, but it's about how do you peacefully get that. And food is one of the ways, right? So one of the things that we've been committed to, not only you too, is to actually through your art form of music, my art form of food, is to bring people together from different backgrounds and hopefully start seeing, because content is the way, content and culture is going to be the way how people start to see different things, right? Think about what we learn, yeah, not just about through sports, through Michael Jordan. It was not just that he can dunk, right? It was really bringing people together. Think about yeah. what we learned through people like Maya Angelou. But, but, I've, but, but I've always been, you know, the first time a, 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 cons, a profiled conservative in Sweden came up to me and told me that they liked or that they loved uh, a song that I've done called Alla vill till himlen men ingen vill dö. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. I was just like, wow. But haven't you, you know, you ha haven't you heard the lyrics? <laughs> you know, I was just amazed that, that uh, this could be something that I so clearly identified as being vocally uh, in opposition to still could feel like, no, but I love this. You know, me and my family listen to it and dance to it all the time. And at the same time, I think it's, it's quite amazing. You know? It is amazing, but I think you see that in sports, for example. You see that in music. Yeah, but sports is a little less kind of sports. Sports isn't as pinpointed because of you know. You look at the lyrics and poetry, literature, music. Uh, the arts are slightly different than sports. I'd say the arts are very different from sports uh, because sports you can on the surface say that you can separate a LeBron James personal politics from what he does on the court or he scores a lot of goals for his team and you root for the team, then you can choose to, uh, 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 it, it can be totally uh, uh, uncomplicated for you to root for I him. I think that it starts like, that's why when people like um, Jack Robinson and Arthur Ashe, people like that broke those barriers, right? Because very often sports and music are the first things in people's living room, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, that opens the doors into a completely different conversation. Then mm. you have other type of cultures um, that are, com com and it's, these are complex conversations, right? You can have, yeah. I'm sure there's a super strong Republican kids loving Tupac, for example, right? And stuff like that. So I think it's, it's super complicated, but I was also why I love America. Like it's, it's oh. one of these things that is actually really beautiful. And we are complex as individuals. And most people can do talk about two things that doesn't make sense, right? That's why you have oh. people go to yoga and then that same night they have two martinis and wonder why oh. their life is so unbalanced. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, but no, you know, speaking of with sports, you know, you look at a country that in the United States in 1936, where black people were so unfree, so oppressed, uh, uh, so uh, obstructed from becoming full citizens of the country, yet and still they send a man like Jesse Owens because of his merits, you know, and he goes to Nazi Germany and in the presence of Hitler, as a black man wins four gold medals, four Olympic medals. You know, it's both, it's both uh, beautiful and it, it, it's, also, it's also tragic and it, it says a lot both about obviously Germany but also about the United States. So yes, no, I agree with you. Sports can absolutely be 
groundbreaking as far as politics. I just mean that the arts usually are more uh, controversial, right? Than, you know, in my book, nobody has done more for diversity in Sweden than Slatan Ibrahimovic. But Slatan Ibrahimovic has never, I think, intentionally thought that, hey, let me go out and do something for diversity in Sweden. No, he's just himself. He wants to be the best soccer player that he can be by being that and being who he is and carrying the first and last name that he has. That, by example, has done more for diversity than my dad's whole generation or my, you know, myself or any of my friends have been able to do for diversity just by example just by being a badass soccer player but being you know having a muslim last name and having the kind of um poise and and way of carrying himself that he has you know the unafraidness that he has uh i love that anyway marcus it's it's definitely it's a lighter day man it's a lighter day. It's a, like you said, it's, it's the, the sky is bright, but it's still cold. Jason, always refreshing and uplifting to talk to you. Keep cooking and yep. uh, I'll talk to you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.